Yeah, you know, I think the great poet Paris Hilton said it best. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. This is hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's really hot. That's hot. Happy Friday, everybody. Thanks for joining us for the Pinpoint Podcast. It is July 21st, 2023. Along with you is Max Crawford and Chief Meteorologist Shell Winkley. If the pod is an early morning listen for you, you may be listening during a record being set. It's not a great one. I can tell you that. In fact, it's probably one of my least favorite ones that we could ever talk about. We have been at or above 80 degrees for the past consecutive 12 days. 13 could be this morning, and at their time of recording this, it looked pretty likely to me. Now, if we do only get down to about 80 degrees, that includes this morning and as we go into tonight, and then we do it again into your Saturday, we'll go beyond tying that record set from 1902, and we will set a new one. And unless we get any rain over the next couple of days, I think not only are we going to tie it this morning, set another one on Saturday, but we are probably going to add to that record through a lot of next week. I would love to be wrong about that. And if we get some rain, we probably will dip into the 70s and that would be wonderful. That would be a godsend. But for right now, it looks like we're in record territory with this especially morning heat. And unfortunately, it could get a little worse before it potentially gets better. All right, so there's actually a cold front sliding through the state of Texas, but remember, it's July, so a cold front is kind of in name only, right? North and central Texas, they'll make it into the low, mid-90s as we get into our Saturday. In the Brazos Valley, though, it may actually do the opposite. It can actually help to spike the temperature on Saturday. One of the reasons why is sometimes these fronts, ahead of that wind shift, it can compress the air. Think about it like a mosh pit, right? You start before a concert. And everybody's kind of keeping their distance, keeping their space. But then as the concert starts, everyone's moving around and moving a little closer to the stage and everyone kind of gets closer to each other and it feels hotter, right? Because you got everyone's body heat and all that good stuff. Kind of the same idea here. It's just the atmosphere is the mosh pit. We're compressing the air so the molecules of the air are bumping into each other, making things a little hotter. That's what can cause that temperature to spike. And that's why cautiously we've got a forecast high of 104, which if we get there or if we surpass it, that would either tie or break the record for the day set at 104 way back in 1889. Similar situation happened last year. Brian College Station topped off at 111 when a small little front neared the area and compressed the air. Huntsville topped off at 112 or 113. I don't think we're going to be that excessive, especially because there is some rain in the forecast, but we may see that thermometer move quickly. Now for the rain, let's talk about that. A little bit of consistency over the past couple of days with model data leaves us confident that 30% will just about do it for a rain chance on Saturday. Here's the thing, though. We are still expecting showers and a couple thunderstorms to pop up on Saturday late afternoon into the early evening. Right now, we will favor the southern half of the area for that best potential, especially along and south of Highway 105, Highway 290. Does that mean that all that rain could stay south of BCS? Yes, it absolutely does mean that, but there is still a chance. Just a difference about 20 to 30 miles could make all the difference in a cell popping up right over BCS and just to the south and east. So whether or not you just see some pretty tall clouds in the distance or you actually get some rain is going to be a hair thin margin. I think it's better to expect, though, that you don't get any rain this time around. However, those of us who do will have an opportunity for a quick quarter inch or a little bit more. 
Some gusts of wind, 30 to 40 miles per hour. Obviously, some lightning as well. A lot of us will miss out on that, but it will not hurt at all to prepare for it just in case. Sunday into early next week, a even smaller chance for some pop-up showers and storms in the afternoon. We'll call it a 20% shot on Sunday and about a 10% shot Monday and Tuesday. Meanwhile, in the tropics, we still got Don swirling around in the northern Atlantic doing his thing. He has been a wacky little system. There's updates on that at KBTX.com. And as we look to the southwest of the Cabo Verde Islands, still moving west is this tropical wave that the National Hurricane Center has given a slight upgrade for development. 10% chance over the next 48 hours, about a 30% shot over the next five days. Right now, indications are that it will get gobbled up by some drier air to its north, but there are some models that have this thing getting pretty organized over the next several days. So it'll be something to watch, especially as we head into next week. As promised on yesterday's pin pod, the drop monitor was released yesterday morning and uh, the abnormally dry conditions are starting to spread in more for a good portion of the Brazos Valley, mainly our southeastern counties. Walker, Montgomery County around the I-45 corridor, that's the only place that's left out of any sort of categorization. But for the first time in about 100 days, we're finding drought conditions back in place in Milam County, extreme northwestern Burleson County, and Lee County. Stage one moderate drought has now reached that criteria and has been put back in place there. This is also the first time in about 80 days that we have seen any sort of drought in our 16 counties. The last drought we were able to get rid of was in Washington County back in April. So this is all moving in from the West. We could use healthy amounts of rain in order to stop this. The rain we get this weekend is not going to do it, and we'll likely see the drought continue to increase from West to East in the Brazos Valley, but it also may encroach in from the South and the Southeast. There's also drought conditions back in place on the immediate Texas coast back into far southeast Texas. NOAA tells us we need six to nine inches of rain over a four-week period to get things back on track. All right, friends, that'll do it here for this Friday edition of your Pinpoint Podcast. Get out there and enjoy the weekend. It is hot, it is humid, but we've been living that life for a while now. Drink plenty of water, find a cool spot, and enjoy it for however you can. And hopefully, hopefully, you can snag just a little bit of rain. For Max Crawford, I'm Shell Winkley. We'll catch you back here on the next edition of the Pinpoint Podcast.